episode of football dreams episode six where they go into the under 18s under 23 pro contract stuff very interesting episode weren't it Bo? yeah it was very interesting yeah so there was teo there was jj jr and there was Ryan. It's Ryan in it. The one that kept getting injured. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about JJ first. Remind me, remind me. So JJ's the one um that had the character issues. Yeah. It was it, it just for me it was just uh a good it was a good insight into how much people care about your character and how you have to learn how to it's not that you shouldn't feel the emotion it's how you display the emotion and I just think it was good that they showed how important it is to have good character because you can be technically great you can be a great striker you can be a great defender but they want but you know it's just in life you need to have to have a good character and be able to handle your temperament and how it affects the game as well. Yeah, but most importantly, the coaches don't. The coaches won't don't accept it. They don't like it. They don't like it. So you have to. You have to have a good temperament in, as a professional athlete. Mm. It's not that you shouldn't feel it. It's how you display how you feel. That's the issue. And it was clear to see that they were, trying to teach him a lesson. Um, about his character and how to you know, go through certain things and then when you get on the pitch, use that to the best of your ability. Which he did learn in the end. Um, but it did take a while for him to learn it. Um, I was going to ask you something while we were watching it. It was more the parents, when the parents was encouraging him and saying, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I think when they was in the front room and um, the dad was saying... You know, don't think that you're not being played because you're not the best. You are. There's no one better than you. And you've got to keep thinking that. It's not because you're not good. What did you think about that? No, you can't. You can't. Cause it's not about talent. Clearly, he's a top talent because he was at Chelsea before. And he was there for four years. So the issue's never been talent. Mm. So what he's saying is not, he's not like... He, if, you, if, you, if you are talented and you're one of the best... Want, but the issue was never talent. The issue was about his character. Mm. That's why he moved from club to club. His character. Yeah, because they said every time he got released because of his character. Right, so it's nothing to do with his football ability. It's all about character. Mm. So that shouldn't even. It's not a debate about how good you think you are. So, so what? What would you have said to him? If I was his dad. Yeah. I wouldn't even focus on him. His talent. I'd. I'd. I'd repeatedly. No, I mean to help him to. Like explain I, his character. Change like, his character. Like I said, I'd repeatedly talk about his character. I wouldn't even mention talent. It would only ever be about look. Here's how you... I'd go through role plays and I'd say, if when these things happen, and I'll take note, when these things happen, 
here's how you act. And I'd role play it enough times for him to actually start to subconsciously be aware of himself when he's doing it. And I will stress the importance of if you continue like that, you are not getting a contract. It's that serious. Forget talent. They know how good you are. They will take a kid who's less talented with a better attitude. And that is an actual fact. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Happens, in it? So, you just... I'd stress the importance of 50% of your success is your character. Yeah. That's just a random stat I pulled out. But it's a big number. It's not like 80% how good you are. It's 50% of just who you are as a person. And the, and the other 50% is what you do. On the, do you know what I mean? It's, you, character's a big thing. And I... A lot of kids who are talented just think talent will get them to the top. Mm. But then from an early age, I bet you he was like that from an early age. Mm. 100% bet when he was 7, 8, 9, he was acting the exact same way and he was never addressed. Because he was so talented, mm. people assumed you're going to go all the way through based off talent. Mm. But it's never... It's, it's not. If that was nicked in the bud when he was 8, 9, 10, he wouldn't even be like that at 17. Yeah. 100%. He was just allowed to be like that because they're thinking, don't worry, you... you ba- yeah, you No, not even... You're banging in goals, you're producing results and they want you based on results. Is that something as well? Because you're so good, they're just going to want you anyway. What, and you think they waited until this age? No, not waited. They just see the reality of it now. The reality is, it's a reality check. We, have, we need to have a meeting about your character. Back then, there might not have been so many meetings, there might not have been so much of that. It's mm. more based off... Results, results. Mm. You scored five goals today. You scored a hat today. You're a striker, and so you're you're performing. Mm. So that you almost like you can see is 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 moody. You can see as an issue, but you put it to the side because of results, right? Mm. So only like when the reality hits now, and they're on about oh you're in, you're in jeopardy. You're jeopardizing your fu- your future now. Mm. It's the reality kicks in. Mm. Do you see? Yeah. But. If you study the game, you know that character is 50... <laughs> yeah, because when, when he threw his T-shirt on the floor... No, no, no. It looks very childish when you act like that on a pitch as an adult. Here's what I'd say. If you look at the players, especially players that are going through to the first team, like Tao, mm. like Bukayo Saka at Arsenal, mm. if you study the character, you'll notice they have a really calm temperament. But what about Gaza? <laughs> no, you, Gaza was very You can't emotional. pick out anomalies because we're on about a general trend of kids who make it. Picking out anomalies. I was trying to think to myself, are, are there any pro footballers that actually act like that? Of course there have been. But that, that's, that's, like, that's like such a small percentage of those who make it. The ones who throw their toys out the pram and they've mm. made it are such a small percentage... If you're hoping that, if they're hoping their child will be, get through being a Gaza, mm. chances are very slim. You know why? 30 years on from that, remember we're 30 years on now, mm. where you've got stats, analysis, you've got dietary requirements, they look at your character. 30 years ago, you could go for a pint and have a fag after a game and go on a night out. We're on 30 years on now. So likening Gaza to a player now where they're way fitter. So is there anyone now that, like that. There are players who, who show those who show that in their game. There are. But you have to remember. Like it's almost like you do your driving test, right? You do what you gotta do to pass the test, right? Mm. Once you pass the test, a lot of play, a lot of people just drive how they want, right? 
It's no different to when you're in elite sport. A lot of players know I can't show this. I can't be this person, right? I can't throw my toes out the pram. Not at this level. Cause I'm competing with four other strikers who are just as good as me. So you're saying once they get that pro contact... Nah, but it's not just that. It's also... Yeah, if there is that, there is that. But, but then they could always get released or benched. What do you mean? Once they've got their pro contract. So why, no, but, no, but, they, why would they relax? Uh, lifestyle, Tina. She's a big factor. Lifestyle. Like, clearly, like, you see, um, like, Zaha's known for being fiery. The guy who himself is talking documentary is known for being fiery. He's known for confrontation, getting in players' faces and that. I thought they liked that, though. Yeah, but it's context, isn't it? He's doing it when he feels it's right. Whereas, say, this guy today was just doing it because he made one tiny mistake. So what they, wasn't, what they were saying was he's over-emotional. Mm. Yeah, you can be emotional, but you're... You're, you're 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 being over emotional. Like you only made one mistake, or or you didn't get your shot off. Mm. Don't throw your toes at the prime because yeah, you didn't get they your did, shot. Yeah, because they they were praising him as it as it as he the game finished as he was coming off and stuff. They said he did good. But that's what I mean when I say you can do it when there's a time and a place. Mm. But they're thinking you didn't need to act like that over what happened. Mm. Nothing big happened today for you to be acting like that. Do you know what I mean? Do you think it's more? Um, Pressure for strikers. There's always going to be pressure on the strikers. At the end of the day, you need to score goals, isn't it? So, so being a striker, there's more pressure than having any other position. No, no I wouldn't say there's more. Well, that's debatable. I, I'm not going to be. I'm not going. I'm not an expert to say there's there's more pressure. It appears like there's more pressure because the stats say you haven't scored in six games. If you're a winger, you're not required to to score. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. You're required to assist and deliver. So everyone's got their pressures, right? Because mm. you can be a winger, but you're not assisting no one. Or you could be a defender, and you're letting yeah, them get past yeah. you. Yeah. So there's always, there's, everyone's got pressure. It's just, I think it's just more noticeable when you're a striker. Is it because, obviously, goals win games? So, one, you've got the pressure of making sure you score enough goals as a striker, all in all. But then you've also got to make sure that you're getting in goals so you can win the game. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm saying is it's more noticeable pressure as a striker because mm. when you're a defender people are not noticing how many times you've been beat but will notice how much he hasn't scored or if you miss a goal but that's what I'm saying it's yeah. more noticeable pressure doesn't mean that there's, there's mm, not necessarily because if the other team is winning then you kind of do notice the defence is not not blocking enough <laughs> yeah but I didn't say you didn't notice that it's more noticeable when you don't score goals it's more noticeable. Mm. That's what I mean. It's more obvious when you haven't scored in six games than a defender who's let people walk past him a few times. It's more noticeable when you're a striker. It's more obvious. Mm. You see? Even commentators talk about, ah, you know, they haven't scored in how many games. Like, there's more emphasis. Because, like I said, goals win games, right? Mm. So if goals win games, you can be as defensive as you want. But if you're not scoring goals, you're not winning games, right? Mm. So it's more obvious pressure. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I'm glad he learned his lesson there. Um, and he got he got a contract, didn't he? Oh uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Know. He didn't get a contract yet. He had to. Um, I wonder if he did. I wonder if he did later on. But you just Google it, and it come up. Mm. But yeah, it's just it's just good to show how, you know, your temperament is. Very important. 
Your temperament is as good is as good is as important as your talent. Mm. In this day and I'm age. glad they showed that though. I'm glad that they they showed that aspect of it. Yeah, but I think that was brilliant. Yeah. Because in this day and age, like I said, everyone's an athlete now. It's mm. different to it was back in the day. You need to count every step you do. Back in the day, these things were not a requirement. Like mm. your lifestyle wasn't in. You, you, you do what you want. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Now, none of that. So what about this boy Ryan, the one that was getting injured all the time? They didn't really spend much time on him. He was coming throughout, but the point you could see that he he was an obvious talent. He was the captain of the team. Mm. He was a massive talent. They he didn't really show much of his play, did they? Nah, because he was injured. But what they were saying is he was the main man, the main defensive. So basically, player. he was the main man. He got injured. He was the over, captain. So they knew he was good enough. Right. All they were hoping is, can you hold out? Yeah, because the way they were talking about him in the beginning was like, if he gets injured again, he ain't getting a contract. Yeah, because it's recurring, isn't it? It's recurring. But he did. He did get injured again, and he did get yeah, a contract. But he wasn't serious, though. He said they made it clear it wasn't a serious injury. He said, oh, I can play through this pain. Yeah, but they didn't let him play through the pain. Yeah, but it wasn't a serious injury, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't another seven months out of the game. Oh, okay. It wasn't a serious injury. Oh, way. it was only a month, wasn't it? It was only like strain. So it wasn't like anything that would keep him out for another year or whatever. Because mm. that's detrimental, you see. So obviously whatever he had after wasn't serious enough for them to say, mm. you know, So what to kind me. of, what's the reason why somebody would get, I know obviously it's not one reason, but what are some of the reasons, do you know, that one person would keep getting injured so often? Sometimes it's genetics. Sometimes it's to do with your diet. Sometimes it's to do with you not doing the right injury prevention exercises for your body. Injury so, prevention? Yeah, injury prevention. So they're just exercises, but they focus on certain inner muscles. Okay. So like, so like, say you got a hamstring injury, yeah? Mm. The big one in football. Mm. You, do hang, you do a lot of hamstring curls to strengthen the hamstring muscles mm. to, reduce, to reduce the chances of getting a hamstring injury. If you get a groin strain, there are groin exercises you've got to do, but you have to do more of it. Mm. So there are players in the game who were, um, who throughout their career, they focused on injury prevention exercises. It's not just regular weights, pushing the weights and going on. Mm. They were doing loads of like, I would call micro exercises, mm. just little movements that were, that were strengthening muscles in areas that you don't notice mm. to reduce their chances of getting injury. And what I noticed is the players that did do that had much longer careers. They retired when they were 40 years old. Okay. The average pro retires when they're like, you know, there's an idea, you know, 35, 36. Mm. But the ones who had a personal trainer mm. who focused on doing an extra hour every day, mm. they had longer careers and they had less injuries. So it's just exercises, but it's, but it's more tailored ones. Mm. Not just dumbbells, squats, you know, the obvious stuff. Mm-hmm. Way more weights. than that. Yeah, just weights. Mm. So it's more, it's more strengthening the right muscles in the right places. Like You might see them just rotating their foot with a weight on it mm. just rotating their ankle left and right so there's less chance of an ankle injury or they'll do like ACL ACL um, when you know when you jump up mm. and then you do a lot of uh, explosive exercises to make sure that your ACL does strength there's just different things you can do but a lot of players just focus on the basics mm. injury prevention exercises okay. so uh, yeah there, there's a what big age should you start doing that? From your adolescence. So what, even now? Eight? No, from your adolescence. Uh, oh, was that teenage? 
from your voice drops, from you, from you become an adolescent. It's not, you don't put, like, remember, everyone age at different times, isn't it? So when de- whenever that child becomes an adolescent, mm. that's the best time to focus on injury prevention exercises. Yeah. Or I'd call it extended exercises, not just regular exercises. Uh-huh. You see? So you do the other exercises as well, isn't Yeah, it? you do that for power and strength, but you do the micro ones to strengthen inner muscles to reduce the chances of injury. Okay. It just means you've got to put extra work in because regular gym sessions are not going to be focused on... Again, it's like the life. We... There's always a doctor that's there to give you a medicine for when you get sick, right? Mm-hmm. But the general consensus is don't take it every day. Just take the medicine when you're ill, right? Mm-hmm. That's a general mindset. Mm-hmm. It's no different to what I'm talking about. Why do it... Because you, you'll watch people do injury prevention when they've already got the injury mm-hmm. but if they did it every day anyway yeah. they wouldn't have got the, there's less chance of getting the injury yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. same as medicine yeah. it's, it's no different that's the only way I can put it to you yeah, yeah. I understand. it's just lifestyle mm. you know whether that be like doing extra yoga stretches or doing you know whatever it is that should be a regular mm. for elite athletes doesn't matter what sport you, you're in Mm, yeah, and then, and then obviously. Does it make a, does it make any impact if they do it like now, say, before they hit adolescence, like gymnastics and stuff like that? Does that affect you when you hit adolescence, or does it not really make a difference? As long as you're carrying your own body weight, you're fine. So whatever you do, as long as you're lifting your own body weight. So if you're doing a pull up or a press up, that's fine. The problem is when you're doing heavy weights and you're young, because that can stop your growth. Okay. You see. So anything gymnastics is great because you're, you're handling your own body weight. Mm. That's only going to benefit you and make you stronger at this age. At every, any would that age. help your... hundred... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not to prevent injury, that's because... That's what I mean. It's not, it's not really, that's not really injury prevention. It's more about just having more strength. Because oh, yeah. if you do more exercise than another kid, you just, it's just going to yeah, be... I thought gymnastics was very stretchy. They do a lot of stretching and they do, all yeah, of that yeah. kind of that stuff. Good habit to get in. It's good for habit. Because when you're 15, you'll be in a habit, right? Uh, but main thing is strength because right now if you do exercise like that now you're just going to be stronger than other kids you're going to be able to shoulder and body a kid off the ball because you're you've got you've got better core strength right because mm. you're doing BOSU wall exercise or you're, or you're doing like you know like up against the wall curl you know you're doing them things that other kids ain't doing you're mm. going to have a little bit of an edge right mm. even if it's 15% that 15% will give you the ability to muscle a kid off the ball mm. That, it's just going to benefit anyone. Gymnastics is great, I think, for kids. Mm. Great. Great for your upper body, lower body. It's great. So, and sometimes we see on Instagram some of these kids, yeah, especially some of these kids who we see, they're doing, like, a lot of physical training because they know at this age, you might not even be technical, but just having a little bit of strength, you don't even need to use skill. You just muscle them off the ball. That benefits in that, wouldn't it? Mm. When you're older, everyone's going to start catching you up, so it gets tricky, in it? But right now, yeah, just get do whatever you can, innit? Do whatever you can. Just mm. get gymnastics, swimming, just be active, innit? Mm. Mm. But he got his contract, which is really good. He went to the first... Is it his first team he got, or is it just a pro contract? Pro contract. Okay. Um. What, they mean the tight tail guy? No, this guy. Ah, he just got a pro. He got his pro contract, so mm. he'd be in a 23, isn't he? Under 23. Mm. Okay, so before you go under the under 23s, you're just on a scholarship. No, but it's not just, remember, it's not, there isn't a set rule. Like, 
there are one there are great players who get a professional scholarship at sixteen, seventeen because they they think they're ready for the first team. Like you see, kids like Harvey Elliott from Fulham, and even Kyle Saka at Arsenal, they get they got pros way earlier than anybody else. Oh, okay. So there's no time limit. No, no. It's just based on when they think you're ready. Oh. If they think you're ready, it's not. Like, there isn't a, like a, a structure or we must. If we think that sixteen-year-old can play first-team football, he's playing first-team football. What's the youngest player that's played first on record? It's like I think there's a. Uh, uh, well, what's his name? They played for. Is Chelsea. it fourteen? There was a player played for Chelsea. Uh, oh, what's his name now? Uh, there was a Chelsea striker from South America, and he went to Monaco. His game name is he's gone out of my head now. <laughs> and he was a Christian guy as well, loves God, and he was all very prayerful. But he played for Chelsea, and he went to Monaco. But he played pro at fifteen, fourteen or fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I saw it the other day. But it was in South America. So what I'm saying is not based off, there isn't a set rule, it's whenever, if that club thinks mm. we can stick him in, mm. they'll stick you in. Okay. You see, if that club wants to pay you more, they'll pay you more. There isn't a set thing, it's whatever you as a club decide to do. Mm. So like I said, that, there's this kid, Harvey Elliott at Liverpool, he played for Fulham at 16. He was playing first team football and championship at 16 from the academy. 16. You see, yeah. Aaron Lennon at Spurs. I'm, I'm a Spurs fan. Aaron Lennon was playing for Leeds. Came out at 16. So like, it happens. Yeah. Camavinga. Camavinga's got the same hair. He's at Real Madrid now. When he's playing in France for his uh, French team, he came on at 16. Mm. He was playing first team football at 16. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure, and it doesn't always work out for a lot of kids because in, in the mental pressure is a lot. Not everyone's built for that kind of pressure. It's more psychological. Can you handle the pressure? What kind of pressure? What's the difference? Lifestyle. Well, now now you're getting now you're getting like sixty grand a week. You've gone from a few hundred quid to sixty grand. Now it's pressure, family, friends, lifestyle, everything outside of football is now pressure. Mm. People on your case now. You you can't just go home and have a normal day. You're getting phone calls, women, dude. Like it's pressure. Then camera lights. You got um. You're on TV. You got pundits criticizing you after a game for one bad game and then praising you the next week. You got fans coming up to you, yeah. Mm. So what I'm saying is, there's pressure. It's not just play football, go on. Now it's like you got to do an interview. You got to conduct yourself right. You got to say the right things. Mm. Now you're in front of thirty thousand people. Then you got fans shouting at you on the sidelines from the other side saying things to you. You got the gaffer shouting at you like you never heard before. Like he said, when they were younger, it's all fun, isn't it? Mm. Now you're a pro. It's serious now. Mm. Can you handle the pressure of criticism from the coach or another teammate? Mm. So these are all the psychological things that these players have to cons- have to factor in outside of just playing football. Can you handle criticism? Can you handle rejection? Can you handle conflict? Conflict resolution? Mm. Can you handle fans saying things about you? Can you go on Twitter and see other fans saying how what they think about you and handle that. Handle that. Mm. And then the pundits are talking about you and all of these things and then you've got your family. And, like, there's a lot to... You almost have to not take it that seriously, not take these comments seriously, not, not let these things affect you because the reality is, yeah, we're not designed to hear so much opinion. You know, social media and that. We're not designed to hear that much opinion. Yeah, that's true. It's not human nature to hear that much opinion about mm. yourself. It's not. I think if it was me, I would just hire someone to 
manage my social media so I don't have to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's uh, not I want to know. It's I'm not, just, yeah. I, think, I think the footballer should just focus on football. You'd have a good team around you, good family that you trust, someone who can help you to you know manage your money and invest and all the rest of it. Manage that side. In any sport, it's the same. Have the someone to do your social media. Have someone. Do you know what I mean? So all you really have to do is focus on the football. Take all that stress away from you. That's how it is in sport these days. NBA, NFL. It's only if you put yourself in it. And it's only if you attach yourself to what other people say. Yeah, but you have to be taught that, innit? You have to be taught that. By by default, people... Oh, yeah, definitely. Right, so that's something that... You have to be taught that. You have to be taught it. Not just for sport, just for life. (laughs) Just for life. I think life would be a lot more peaceful than joyful if we all detached ourselves from what other people thought. Yeah. So and that's and the ones you win are the ones you can detach yourself. You can do that, yeah. So this guy Teo, you could tell he was the the golden boy. He's level headed. He's level headed from the start. You can see he's got a level headed temperament. Yeah. Like Bakayo Saka at Arsenal, you can see he's very level headed. Mm. Doesn't get too high and doesn't get too low. Mm. He looks like he can maintain it in the middle. Yeah. And that's the ones you normally. He didn't have like a high ego yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything like yeah. that. He was just he was just he just seemed normal to me. Uh, he's right in the middle. Yeah. Because you had one player who was too low, mm. and you've seen other kids who were just too much with it. Yeah? yeah, they're too and and that's too like the ones who are in the middle are the ones who can handle the pressure. Mm. It was so nice to see him go come out on the first team with the first team. That was a, that was a bit of a shocker actually. But he but, said they said he got told the day before. Can you yeah. imagine that yeah. getting told the day before that you're playing with the first team? You know what happens a lot usually at all these clubs. The top players usually will get. They'll give them a token, token first team football, yeah? Mm. Then they'll send them out on loan to give them regular football, usually. Which is what they said, they're sending yeah, them out on Yeah, that's what they normally do. You said that that was really good. That was it was, good. great. Because he's going to a championship club, Coventry yeah. City, and he's going to play first team football. How do you know he's going to play first team football? Because remember, you, you don't, well, I don't know for certain, but if you're, a, based on, on what I've seen of him, mm. and how he's highly rated, mm. yeah? He's not going to want to go to a championship club to sit on the bench. He could do that at Palace. Remember, you have to, you have to agree to want to go to a club, right? They must say, right, we've got an offer from Coventry. They want you on loan at Coventry, yeah? Oh, you have to agree to it? But it's, not, it's, not the, it's not the NBA where they just send you, you don't have a choice. He has to agree to it. Oh, okay. It's not mandatory, you have to go to Blackpool. Oh, I thought that they just sent him. No, but what I'm saying is they, they'll say, we, we want you to go. Yeah, but I thought he didn't have a choice. No, no, but you, you, listen, remember, this is not a compo. Football, you have a choice. Oh, okay, that's good then. It's not the, it's not the NBA. So it's like they, he, he gets presented with an offer. Yeah. Now, they'll push it. The offer. They'll push it and say, they'll say things like, you're going on loan. But you don't have to take it. You can say, no, I'm staying with 23s. I'm going to fight out. Okay, cool. But they'll try and present it as if we really want you to do this mm. or you're doing this. But How, What does it benefit the club for you to go on loan? You get experience. The more the club. Do you, if that player gets experience, mm-hmm. his stock value goes up. That's my point. Oh. If so you, did the club get paid for him going on there and on? No, the club pays wages already. The club's already paying wages and and then and, and well, they sometimes share it. But essentially the club oh, pays. Oh, so he'll still get paid from Crystal Palace? Yeah, 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 of course. Oh. He's a palace player, isn't he? You're only loaning oh. him out. You're loaning him out. You're loaning him out. So he, he still gets his wages paid from the club. 
But, oh, so, but private, so basically, Coventry are the ones that are benefiting. As long, as long as they're utilising. Yeah. If they're utilising, they benefit. But they but the thing is... Do you, some clubs get a bit, a, bit, a bit naughty with it and take a player that they know is good and put them on the bench? It doesn't benefit. They're not in the same league. It doesn't benefit to do that. Oh. It doesn't benefit to do that. Remember, this is a championship club, not a Premier League club. It oh. benefits Coventry to play him if he's that talented. Oh. You see? Some managers, there are some managers that don't like to play lone players too much because if they become an integral part of that team, they might not want to. They know that they're more than likely, if they play really well, they're going back to Palace, yeah, mm. to get first team. So they've essentially lost the player, right? Yeah. So there are those spiteful coaches who will say, oh, let's not give him too much because there's a fear of at the end of the season he's going anyway. So we, we can't really build a foundation. They come. Mm. get glory and they're gone mm. but most clubs will want to utilise those kind of players because a club like Coventry you want to come up the ranks in the championship you're going to want to play your best players regardless of whether they're going to be there for six months or a year Yeah. you want to play your best players isn't it? so if he is that good he'll play regular f- football okay. regular football and that the more regular minutes you have at pro level is the better your CV looks they have CVs no but CV just means you're you're Oh, okay. It just it just looks better. I've played sixty two matches for Coventry. That looks way better than I've played twenty four games for twenty threes. It looks better. Hundred percent. Does that matter? Hundred percent. You're playing first team football in front of a crowd of twenty thousand every week. A team was much more likely to want to take a kid who's played first team football for a championship club than someone who's just stayed in the twenty threes for two seasons and not played a single first-team game. The more first-team games you get, is the more you're going to be seen as an asset, 100%. Because it shows you can handle the pressure of first-team football. Because 23s is not the same as first-team football. You're not, you're not in front of crowds every week. You, it's not the same. You're, when, you play, when he goes on to Coventry, he's going to be playing it with people who are fighting for their families, mortgages. Like It's real football. If you if you can show you could handle that and play regular for them, mm. that's great. Do you see? Mm. Do you see? It's a it's a di- it's a different um, it's a different uh, it's a different Kettle of fish. world. Yeah, twenty three to first team is different because you like it's just different because you've got grown men, not just kids now, grown men who are playing for their families. One thing I I would have liked to have seen is this, is. Is is there any like rivalry between teammates? Because you know, say like he's gone from under eighteens into the first team. Yeah. Like, is there anyone in the under twenty threes that Tina. is vexed? Tina, and Tina. We didn't does we... it show? Do they? Do they? Wait, wait, wait. Do they say anything to him? Do Tina. They give him attitude. Tina, wait, wait. Or no, listen. Because I'm thinking to myself. Because the way he walked in. Remember when he walked in after the game and he yeah. was like firm and everyone. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. the staff, yeah. <laughs> that was the staff members. <laughs> Look, here's what. Here's how I'm gonna answer it very simply. Where there's people, there's politics. Right. So do you really think? Do you really think realistically? Yeah, that him being pushed up above other kids is going to sit where all the players... Of course it's not. They're human beings, Tina. They don't, they won't but are show they it. allowed to show it? That's what I'm saying. Do they show it? Are they allowed to show it? Like, will that go against you if you're, if you're you know... 
That's an obvious answer. About Do you really think? Okay, so that you saw a moaning kid there. Was that going for him or against him? No, it was going against. Him. Right. So do you really think that a player can be showing that kind of disrespect towards somebody? That's what I'm saying because they're not being allowed to show it. Do they? Are they just like cool with it? Like? No, 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 no. Don't be, no be their humans, Tina. Of course they don't like it. Of course, of course you're gonna have, you're gonna have, you're gonna have teammates who are happy for him. You're gonna have teammates who are not happy for him. That's the reality of human beings, right? Mm. What you're saying is, can they show it? Well, think about it. Do you really think that they're going to want to show that to the coach? Yeah, but they might, I'm not saying necessarily to the coach. I'm, I mean, like, they could do it on the sly. Of course they'll do it on the sly. Look, come on, they're humans. When they go home, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a, in, the, in the business world, someone who just turned up gets promoted and you've been there for five years and you didn't get nothing. Yeah. Right. Of course you're going to complain about it when you go home to your friends and family. They're human beings, Tina. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Of course they're going to complain. They're human. I was just thinking maybe it gets better for them. Maybe it gets better as you get older. Nah, I get. I told. I t- no, it, I know you said. Oh. It gets. It gets. Um. I know you said it gets. It gets. It gets worse. But then I thought it gets worse in that bracket. But then as they hit like twenty three, it gets better. They're still humans. Doesn't matter how you look at. They're human beings. Humans have reactions. Humans get jealous. Humans get envious. But there's always a. This there's always a. How can I put it? You have the ones who are happy for him, genuinely, mm. and you have the ones who are not happy for him. That is always going to be the case for anyone who succeeds. Mm. You're never going to have the whole team genuinely happy for you in their heart. You know, this, that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Okay. Come on, man. You know what I mean? There's, there's never, especially when, especially when, when, when a next player thinks that they deserve to be there and they haven't got the opportunity. You think they're going to go home happy for him? Are you joking? Mm. <laughs> come on man it doesn't matter what you do in life business employee it doesn't matter what you do you're human isn't it okay well it was good it's, it's a shame it's the last one I really, really would have liked some more you know come on who's next which club's going to do it next Tottenham Arsenal uh, Leicester Wolves, who's next, who's next, because that was really good, well done Palace, have to <laughs> clap you for that, because that was really good, it's really good insight, especially for like, up and coming ballers, you know, to, to see what, you know, life could be like in the future, it's really good. Anyway, with that, I'm tired, it's late. It's our anniversary, so we are going. Have a blessed week. Bye. Bye.